The Lord be with you. And also with you. Proclaim the greatness of the Lord our God and worship God upon the Holy Mount. Welcome to this service of ordered worship. The liturgy, music, homily, and sacrament are offered in the praise of God for our gathered congregation here at Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership now and later around the globe at WBUR.org. Today is the first Sunday in Lent. On this first Sunday of the month, as is our custom, we welcome all of whatever age, station, or background to participate in the Sacrament of Holy Communion. Those listening on the radio may request communion in the home by calling the chapel office. We commend to you the ministry of the chapel, both its programmatic offerings and its sermon offerings found on our website. We invite those so moved to identify as members of the chapel community simply by so signing the pew roster or by speaking with one of the clergy or by leaving a note in the collection plate. We encourage one another to continue or to commence the practice of disciplined generosity, of tithing, of percentage giving. And we invite you to ponder just what form your ministry here will take among us in the coming weeks this year of our Lord 2020. A dish to pass community luncheon follows worship downstairs, and all are warmly invited. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God.
May we pray. Almighty God, whose blessed Son was led by the Spirit to be tempted by Satan, come quickly to help us who are assaulted by many temptations. And as you know the weaknesses of each of us, let each one find you mighty to save through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love towards us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. Please be seated. A lesson from the book of Genesis, chapter 2, verses 15 to 17, and chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to till it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, You may freely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall die. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other wild animal, and that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God say you shall not eat from the tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. But God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that's in the middle of the garden, nor shall you touch it, or you shall die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made loincloths for themselves. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
lesson from St. Paul's Epistle to the Romans, chapter 5, verses 12 through 19. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death came through sin, and so death spread to all because all have sinned. Sin was indeed in the world before the law, but sin is not reckoned when there is no law. Yet death exercised dominion from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sin were not like the transgression of Adam, who is a type of the one who was to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if the many died through the one man's trespass, much more surely have the grace of God and the free gift in the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for the many. And the free gift is not like the effect of the one man's sin. For the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation, but the free gift following many trespasses brings justification. If, because of the one man's trespass, death exercised dominion through that one, much more surely will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness exercise dominion in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Therefore, just as one man's trespass led to condemnation for all, so one man's act of righteousness lead to the justification and life for all. For just as by the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners, so by the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please join me in saying Psalm 32 with the antiphon. Blessed are those whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed are those whom the Lord does not hold guilty, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I did not declare my sin, my body wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not hide my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, then you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let those who are godly offer prayer to you. At a time of distress, the rush of great waters shall not reach them. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You encompass me with deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you the way you should go. 
I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Do not be like an unruly horse or mule without understanding, whose temper must be curbed with bit and bridle. Many are the pains of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds those who trust in the Lord. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous. Shout for joy, all you upright in heart. as you are able for the singing of the Gloria Patri and the reading of the gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came to him and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, One does not live by bread alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. <clears throat> then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, <clears throat> excuse me, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, All these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him, and suddenly angels came and waited on him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ.
healing in sacrament today through remembrance. We, all of us, need more reminder than instruction, more reminder than instruction. We invite you today to the Lord's table, mindful of health concerns in these particular ways. First, and we most strongly recommend this, we invite you to come forward and to receive the wafer, the bread alone. In keeping with Christian tradition over the centuries, receiving one kind, in this case bread, is sufficient for full communion, and we invite you to do so. Also, should you so desire, we have available for you, along with the wafer, juice and wine on the lectern side in discrete cups, one by one, and also intinction to the pulpit side. We recommend to you receiving bread, the wafer, communion in one kind today. And so we remember the historic teaching of the church. The sacraments, a sacrament, sacrament is an outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace. The word sacrament means mystery. Baptism and the Lord's Supper employ the most ordinary of elements, water, baptism, and the sacrament of initiation, bread and cup, communion in the sacrament of belonging, a bath and a meal, the simplest of elements. We remember the sacrament guiding us in our journey forward. We remember this Lent as we think in prayer and prayerfully of St. Teresa of Avila, who will be our theological conversation partner this Lent in the sermons here this month. You will remember her colleague, John of the Cross, from last year, better known, but John learned from Teresa. It was Teresa who formed John. It was Teresa who taught John. And so we remember we also remember day by day to store away phrases, sentences, sections of scripture. Let us press ourselves to do that this season of penitence. To remember, maybe to memorize a creed, the Apostles' Creed, say, or a harder one still, the Nicene Creed. To remember, either from Deuteronomy or from Exodus, the Ten Commandments, thou shalt have no other God before me. Thou shalt make no graven image. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor father and mother that thy days be long upon the earth. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Thou shalt not covet. Or to recall a, a favorite psalm or portion thereof, the 23rd, or the 100th, or to have to heart the Beatitudes. Blessed are the pure in spirit, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for justice, they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers. They shall be called the children of God.
Blessed are those who are persecuted for justice sake. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. By grace, our scriptures today guide us receiving the healing of sacrament in remembrance. Genesis gives us remembrance. Now you know that there are two, not one, but two discrete creation accounts in the book of Genesis. The first majestic, philosophical, orderly, Genesis 1, Bereshith bara Elohim, ve'eth ha'aretz, ve'eth ha'shamayim. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. Majestic, the heavens are telling the glory of God. Transcendent. But then there's Genesis 2 and 3 from which we hear and have heard today. A discrete, different, sibling creation account that walks the earth of the garden at the time of the evening breeze and that recognizes that there's a looseness in life or as Gardner Taylor put it, a gone wrongness in life and this narrative not a treatise, but a narrative touches us with that remembrance. Yes, serpent. Yes, woman. Yes, man. Yes, nakedness. Yes, the gift of knowledge. We receive from Genesis healing, sacramental healing in remembrance. Likewise, from the psalmist who gives us a phrase to carry in the darker hours. You have been a hiding place for me. My friend says there are two kinds of birds, robins and non-robins. Well, there are two kinds of psalms, thanksgivings and non-thanksgivings, and this is a thanksgiving. You have been a hiding place for me. In Romans chapter 5, the great watershed of the scripture, the psalm gives us remembrance. So does Romans. Would that we had an hour or three to comb through syllable by syllable the history of the law, the history of sin, the history of death, and the free gift. Remember, says St. Paul, here is the good news. God is loving us into love and freeing us into freedom. God is loving us into love and freeing us into freedom. So the free gift of the grace of God, remembrance in Romans, and also in chapter 4 of Matthew, remembrance in the temptations. We are tempted, even, maybe, especially in a university community, to the temptations of power and pride and prestige. We know them. They're right to hand at every corner and at every level. But, says the Gospel of Matthew, one does not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We receive a sacramental healing in remembrance. Shall we hold them? Shall we not hold them close to heart as we come to the Lord's Supper, the sawdust trail of the sacramental moment? Do you know at Boston University over the last three years, Ash Wednesday has found its voice Ash Wednesday has taken its rhythm. Years ago, it was a very quiet day. But over the last three years, and thanks to our chaplains and work on this, we have had, including four Protestant services, two Catholic services, 
ashes all day long here and on the medical campus. More than a thousand students coming forward, making Ash Wednesday third only in attendance to Christmas and Easter. And what's that about? The physicality of the moment, the antiquity of the ritual, the personal connection eye to eye, one wonders but does not know. We receive the remembrance of the gospel this Lord's day. Now, every heart has secret sorrows. And within this community and more broadly in the region and then across the inhabited earth, there are those who are struggling with a heartfelt loss in this hour. We speak a word of remembrance to you, should that be your condition today. You know, a long time ago in 1978, Jan and I spent part of a year in Geneva, Switzerland, working as interns. We have interns with us today. Then we were interns at the World Council of Churches, and we had the guidance of Philip Potter and Emilio Castro, had lunch with Paulo Freire, knew Pauline Webb of Boston, but we hurried home after that wonderful part of the year in summer because our sister-in-law, Debbie, had contracted a malignancy and we had word to return soon. Sadly, we did not arrive in time for her memorial. And so we came to New York and went up the Hudson and across the Mohawk on that beautifully named train, the Lake Shore Limited, and debarked in Utica, driving up into the Adirondacks in the late summer heat, where the family, the extended family, had gathered with widower John and three-year-old son J.J. for swimming and boating and a meal, corn and peas and squash, and the feast of late August, in the middle of which something triggered, J.J. recognized what had happened, and he began to cry, and he didn't stop. Like Rachel weeping, he was not to be consoled. And he cried out, Mama! And the food was passed, Mama! And the dessert was served, Mama! And finally, his father, John, picked him up, put him in his arms and put an old life jacket on him, put Jay in the back, JJ in the back of a Adirondack guide boat, and went out and circled Pasico Lake with the crying, if you listen, you can hear that voice still. Mama, as the sun went down. Mama, as the moon came out. Mama, as the stars got bright. And then at last, the exhaustion of sleep. And the next morning, the work of love in family and extended family and church and community. There are times when we just have to cry out with Shakespeare's 66th. Tired with all of these, from these would I be gone. Save that to die, I leave my love alone. Strength made weak by stumbling authority. Art made tongue-tied by authority. Folly, doctor-like, controlling skill, 
simple truth miscalled simplicity, captive good attending captain ill. There's an earthy health in the remembrance of Genesis, Psalms, Romans, and Matthew. But do you know, life has its wonders. Two years ago, we came on the third green of a well-worn and well-known golf course. And there stood JJ, not three, but 43, and his father, the same number of years older, J.J. had his mother's bright red hair and his mother's keen blue eyes and his mother's impish broad smile and his father's scratch golf game. And there he was, standing, employed, about to be married, and enjoying a late August day. We have no way of knowing or saying why tragedies of this sort happen, and we shouldn't try. But we can remember the gospel. Remember the gospel. God is loving us into love and freeing us into freedom so that every day, including this one, going forward, there's an opportunity to bring love to hurt one by one in marriage and family, through the community of faith, through the extended community, and now, just now, in the offering of healing in sacrament by remembrance. We believe in God who has created and is creating, who has come in the true person, Jesus, to reconcile and make new, who works in us and others by the Spirit. We trust in God. God calls us to be the church, the body of Christ, to love and serve others, to seek justice and resist evil, to proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our help in life, in death, in life beyond death, God is with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God. Ye that do truly and earnestly repent of your sin and are in love and charity with your neighbor and intend to lead a new life, following after the commandments of God, draw near in faith and take this sacrament to your comfort. In one kind, cup and cup, intinction, blessing, all. Amen.
please be seated. Good morning. We welcome you again to the nave of Marsh Chapel on this first Sunday in Lent. We value your presence with us, whether you are seated here in the pews, listening live on the radio or live stream, or later via our, our podcast. In a spirit of friendship, we ask those of you seated in the pews that you locate the red booklets at the end of each pew toward the center aisle and enter your name and contact information. This helps us to get to know you better and you to get to know one another better. As the Dean mentioned, today is a Communion Sunday and all are welcome at God's table. Please note uh, again that today Communion will be done a bit differently than our normal practice in an effort to be mindful of the current health concerns. You are welcome to receive only a Communion wafer from one of four servers at the very uh, center of the front. Uh, you may also choose to receive a communion wafer and then opt to take a discrete cup of grape juice or wine from the table on the lectern side. Someone will be stationed there to let you know which one is grape juice and which one is wine. Or you may opt to come to the pulpit side and intinct in either grape juice or wine. Again, the two servers there will let you know which cup they have. Or you may simply... Um, come forward to receive a blessing if, if that is something that you would like as well. We do also have gluten-free wafers available. A healing prayer station will also be avail available on the com uh, after, during communion and after under the first set of stained glass windows on the pulpit side for anyone who would like to take a moment of healing connection. Today at 1230 in the Thurman Room uh, starts our Lenten Bible study with Bill Kortz, who preached here last week. The study this year explores Jesus's passion, death, and resurrection with a focus on healing and health. Uh, we invite you to join him at 12.30 in the Thurman Room. Tomorrow night is our second Bibles and Brews event for the semester at Fuller's BU Pub at 5.15 p.m. Students and, who are over 21 faculty and staff are welcome to join us for a conversation on the kingdom of heaven and the kingdoms of humans as explored in Luke 17 and Romans 13. Snacks will be provided. Please note that ecumenical worship will also meet uh, with Bibles and Brews at the pub at 5.15. On Thursday at noon, Marsh Chapel will host another discussion uh, for the Boston Citywide Read of the Parable of the Sower in the Thurman Room. Those interested in attend attending are encouraged to bring their lunch, but coffee, tea, and dessert will be provided. For all other news and upcoming events, please visit our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as the chapel website at bu.edu chapel, where there is also the opportunity for online giving. Now, as the ushers wait upon us for the offering, may we remember that it is a gift and a discipline to be a giver.
for the work before us, the life within us, the fellowship among us, and thy love that surrounds us. We give thee thanks, O Lord. Bless these gifts and the givers, we pray in Christ. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. You brought all things into being and called them good. From the dust of the earth you formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. When rain fell upon the earth for 40 days and 40 nights, you bore up the ark on the waters, saved Noah and his family, and made covenant with every living creature on earth. When you led your people to Mount Sinai for 40 days and 40 nights, you gave us your commandments and made us your covenant people. When your people forsook your covenant, your prophet Elijah fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and on your holy mountain he heard your still, small voice. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy are you and blessed is your son Jesus Christ when you gave him to save us from your sin from sin your spirit led him into the wilderness where he fasted 40 days and 40 nights to prepare for his ministry when he suffered and died on a cross for our sin you raised him to life presented him alive to the apostles during 40 days and exalted him at your right hand by the baptism of his suffering death and resurrection you gave birth to your church delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. Now, when we, your people, prepare for the yearly feast of Easter, you lead us to repentance for sin and the cleansing of our hearts, that during these 40 days of Lent, we may be gifted and graced to reaffirm the covenant you made with us through Christ. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples saying, take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup. He gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, drink from this all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine, 
Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. And now with the confidence of children of God, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever.
May we pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. God of our silent tears, thou who has brought us thus far along the way, thou who has by thy might led us into the light, keep us forever in the path we pray. Lest our feet stray from the places, O God, where we met thee. Lest our hearts drunk with the wine of the world, we forget thee. Shadowed beneath thy hand, may we forever stand true to our God, true to our native land. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 